Hello, and my name is Pete Rushmer, and I'm your host today of A Half Dozen Things podcast. A Half Dozen Things is a podcast for business owners just like you. Whether you're an underdog hungry for success, or you're already smashing it, but want to continue to level up, we are here each week for you to get insight and learning from the very best in the business. No fluff, no BS, and no self-proclaimed gurus talking about how easy business or life is. Hello and welcome to uh, today's podcast. Today I'm talking about how you can build your influence at work. And this is something that I've uh, noticed would be really, really worthwhile for a lot of the transport managers that uh, listen and watch uh, my podcast, uh, whether it's on YouTube or on the on the podcast channels. I think the influence is something that is massively underrated in the transport sector. And the more influence that you can have in a workplace, uh, the better performance you may be able to instill in your team and the better outcomes you can have as well. Uh, influence can be far ranging uh, in your business and really can help support compliance and it can help people listen to your ideas and it will help make those outcomes even better for you as well. As a transport manager, it's really, really important to have a good level of influence uh, from a 360 point of view. And what do I mean by that? Well, from a from an upwards point of view, it's very, very important to have influence, particularly with your line managers, with the company owners or directors, depending on the size of the company you're working for. And to be able to influence them to invest, uh, for them to uh, give time for team members and for drivers, for them to value compliance and to value uh, what you bring to the business. So influence from that point of view is really, really important when you think about managing upwards uh, in your position as a transport manager uh, or as a transport owner it's uh, it's, it's, it's massively uh, massively important and then the next thing to think about is actually managing across so are your peers uh, people that you're working with are the planners are uh, the people around you as well as the workshops uh, that you work with uh, people who are maintaining your vehicle are you able to influence them do they understand you when you uh, say to them how important it is for you to get 100% MOT pass rate or to, for you to ensure there are no failures. How can you influence them to perform better, to help you support in your role um, and to help maintain a, a great level of uh, compliance in your business? And then the other thing to consider is obviously managing people who uh, work on your behalf, uh, those at the coalface drivers um, or other people in your business that, that you may be leading, that you're influencing as part of their work. How do you get them to follow the safe systems of work that you've set out? How do you get them to follow the safe processes? How do you get them to ensure that they do walk around checks correctly? So influence is a really, really big part of what we do uh, as transport managers, and it's a really, really important skill to have. Um, so in this session, I'm going to give you six areas where you can help to build that influence. Uh, I hope that they'll be useful. And I hope that it will just get you to think about how much influence you have currently. Um, and if you've ever said, oh, God, I can't influence that decision or oh, I can't, you know, it's not going my way. Well, sometimes it's good to sort of reflect on yourself and think about how well you're uh, managing, how well are you communicating uh, what it is you need and how well are you influencing those around you? Um, it's, it's very difficult to get influence at the moment. People are massively overloaded with information. Um, people are constantly being bombarded with uh, what, what, what you're telling them, what, with what other people are telling them. So how do you make sure that 
your information is really what's taken on board and and really what 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 is implemented um certainly like i say it's important from a 360 point of view for you as a transport manager as a transport professional that you have both uh, all areas of stakeholders uh, uh getting on board with what it is you're saying so the first area where you can help build influence is to build connections okay so the first thing is to build connections and it's really really important that essentially to build people that, that that like you build connection with people and um you know if people uh if people like you and engage with you and you have fun with them and you can have a laugh with them for example then you can more easily influence them because the relationship's rewarding for them so how can you I suppose the thing to reflect on there is how can you better connect with those around you um, and hopefully by implementing some of the other tips that will help uh, help support that too but think about how you can connect better with people how can you get a better relationship with them um, how can you um, get them to like you uh, is the first stop but also to obviously uh, give you respect as well and give you the time that you need um, so often um, being able to articulate yourself and uh, and explain why things are important is obviously a really good start. The the second key area, and I think we'll come back to that around building connections with people because I think the other areas that we focus on will help to help to promote good connections with other people. So the second key is about listening to people before you try to persuade them. I had a situation the other day where uh, a team member um, uh, of a place where I was I was working. Um, they were unhappy with some of their health and safety uh, things that were happening around them. Uh, they were unhappy with people wearing high vis, uh, not wearing their high vises, uh, driving in areas where there shouldn't be vehicles, uh, causing it to be unsafe. And um, essentially, before I jumped into solution mode, and I see this a lot of the time, particularly in the Facebook groups with transport managers, our, our intention is to try and help, it's to try and fix things and to try and solve problems. And sometimes we need to just listen a little better to understand uh, a little more about why uh, why the challenge is being raised or, or what's really happening. Um, and, and it takes time to really listen to people um, because actually if people don't feel listened to, that can create resentment. Okay, So one of the things that I've found in my career is that more than anything else, the most important thing for people is to be understood and for you to demonstrate that you really understand someone, you understand where they're coming from. Whether that is one of the leaders in the business when they ask you to do something, if you really demonstrate you understand um, and why that's needed, then that will help build rapport. It will help build a relationship with those people in the same way that if you understand what challenges people are facing um, uh, that they're trying to overcome, if you really uh, overcome, sorry, if you really listen carefully, you'll be able to better understand their needs. And then if you better understand their needs, then you can help influence behavior help influence outcomes a lot more because you really really understand where they are where their challenges are so a really good example like i was saying before was um people not following the safety rules with high visits and vehicles moving um i took the time to really think and 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 listen to that person without making any suggestions and then was asking them how do you think we overcome it how do we how do we overcome this situation how can we get people to sort of follow the rules better and actually the suggestions that came back from that person were, were far better than the suggestions I could have come up with. And actually he'd have probably thought if I'd have just bowled in with suggestions, he'd have gone, well, actually I wouldn't do it like that. I'd do it like this. But the, 
benefit of me taking the time to listen and then ask the questions of what the suggested improvement is, is actually it's much more likely to take place because we're going with their suggestions. We're going with that person's suggestions to make it better. Actually, they have got the answers. Um, and and that's, that's a far better place to be in when you've got people who are making, raising challenges, but also raising their own suggestions. Um, because then when that hasn't worked, you can work with them to understand why that hasn't worked. Okay, cool. So that was, a, that was the second area about listening, making sure we really, really listen before we try to persuade people or try to tell people anything. We really need to listen to what push factors they're having to try and overcome. So the third area was about uh, minding your body language and understanding the tone of voice that you use. Uh, this actually comes up in one of the driver CPC courses that I've, that I've written about how important body language is and what we call NVCs, non-verbal communications. Um, so body language is absolutely critical. Um, there's, there's, a, there's an old sociologist from years and years and years ago who did a study and reckoned that actually 55% of all communication face-to-face -face with people is received by the body language that someone uses. So if you have, a, for you to try and motivate somebody to do something, if you've got a slumped posture yourself, or if you can't look them in the eye, or if you can't, um, give them show or demonstrate that your confidence in what you're saying then actually what you're saying is not going to be very well received at all so the tone with which you say something and the the manner in which you say it is often more important than the words that you're actually articulating hi it's pete from flagship partners we're really proud to sponsor a half dozen things podcast at flagship partners we take road safety really seriously and we're your road safety partnership we help transport companies with compliance and training across their businesses, including first aid, driver CPC and other transport management services. So if your fours accredited or you want to improve your, improve your operator compliance risk score, give Flagship Partners a call today. Hopefully I'm demonstrating that and I'm living that in the, in the way that I'm providing you this video. I'm using hand movements to try and illustrate my points. I'm trying to keep eye contact with the camera uh, to demonstrate to you and to, to really sort of live that, how important communication is and how important uh, body language is, for example. If I stood up over you and, and, and was overbearing on people, then people can find that um, much, less, uh, much less influential than people who are at their level, at their level communicating in a way that they completely understand. Cool, cool. So that's the first three things then. So what's coming up fourth? The fourth is about developing expertise. Now, as transport managers, we're, we're pretty good at this, right? Because we've had to pass the exam. The exam is not easy to pass. Um, and over time, we develop expertise uh, that we better understand the business. There's something that really, really downplays people's influence if they are deemed to not really understand or um, to not really to talk about things that they don't really feel that they uh, are fully engaged with or fully interested in. So it's really, really important that you really work on your own skills uh, to be able to speak to people. And if you if you know better than they do then don't lord that over them, but always listen to other people and listen and, and help learn and help help develop because 
sometimes you don't need to be the smartest person in the room. Sometimes you just need to have the best suggestions or the most influence. And uh, a lot of people um, will not necessarily, it won't matter to them so much your level of expertise, but particularly with compliance, it's really, really important that we are able to be experts at what we do and we really, really understand the different systems that we need and the different mechanisms and why they're important. Okay, so the fifth area is about mapping a strategy. So one of the things that's really, really important is to make sure that you have an, a good understanding of what strategy you're going to use to try and influence an outcome. So think about what it is that another person needs and what they want, and then be strategic about how you look at your outcomes and you look at how you can marry those two together. Because if you can find a, 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 a good um, partnership between what it is you want and what the other people uh, person needs, if you can marry those two things up, you're much more likely to get a positive outcome. And that will really build the influence that you have with somebody because they're going to really get on board. The uptake on, on what you're suggesting is really going to help support them. If it helps support them too, if it help means helps them create a better outcome for themselves, because everybody is led by themselves and, and what's good for them as well. Um, so people are going to be much more likely to get on board if you can really, first of all, take that second suggestion around listening and then have a strategy to be able to marry up about how they can get what they want. Um, whilst you get what you need as well. Cool. So, and that that's kind of leads us onto the sixth area really nicely about how you find that strategy and really consider, particularly if something's challenging, the strategy you're going to implement. The sixth, sixth thing's really, really simple is give people what they want. You know, so you can really, really increase your influence with people if you give them what you want. Um, to be able to give them what they want, you need to know what they want or understand what they want. So don't be making assumptions. You need to make sure you implement that skill of listening. Um, you know, think about from other people's point of view, this is where empathy really comes in. Having empathy where you really, really understand someone else's point of view, you can start to think what's in it for me as in them, what is in it for them. Um, and as you start to do that a lot more you'll come up against a lot less friction when you're trying to push through ideas or you're trying to improve things or make change because people will often find excuses when you try to change things they'll often uh, try and push back on you for example but actually if you can think about what's in it for them you can mitigate any challenges that they may have really think about what their challenges are going to be and try and make sure you come up with solutions to those objections as you as you try to build your influence with those people so those are the six areas. Uh, let me just sort of have a have a bit of a roll back through those. So building connections is the first thing, making sure people like you, making sure um, you you can help influence them by by the way that they like you and, and obviously want to uh, want to get along with you. The less, next thing, really, really key one, second one is to listen um, before trying to engage, before trying to persuade people, really, really listen to what their situation is and have that key word, which is empathy, to try and understand their position. Third one is to mind your body language. So understand what you're communicating, not just by what you're saying, but the tone of voice that you're using and the non-verbal communication or body language that you're implementing. Start to have a look at those things. Have a look and understand body language. Look at really, really influential people, people like Barack Obama, people who are really, really good speakers and understand how their 
body language and how they're using their body to help convey their message in a positive way and build influence with people. Uh, the fourth area was developing expertise. So making sure that you don't necessarily need to be the expert in the room on, on anything, but really understand and try to understand what other people know, know your own ability and know what you know, and really just make sure that you understand the importance of having the right expertise. The fifth area is around strategy and, and making sure that you understand what other people need and what it is that you're trying to, to achieve and, and mapping that strategy out, understanding what route you're going to take because you can build the picture and then really go in for influencing the outcomes that you want. And the final, final tip is to give people what they want understand what others want you need to have done that by listening you need to have built rapport with people and uh and have empathy with them uh to be able to influence them and then once you know what people want you can align that with your own uh goals and outcomes that you need to achieve to um do what you need to do to have a safe operation whatever whatever that may look like so simple things to remember simple do's Cultivate your personal connections with people. Make it clear to people that you value their opinions. Uh, make sure that you take steps to develop expertise. Uh, make sure you demonstrate that you're committed to learning and to, to learn better and be better at what you do as well. Uh, that will help build your influence with people. Don't think that your attempts to sway people are manipulative because you're being strategic. You're trying to get outcomes that are good for everybody because actually the outcomes you want are good for other people too. And if they're not good for other people, then you may be in the wrong job anyway, because actually what we do, we're compliance professionals. We're trying to make sure that things are done for the greater good. So don't worry about manipulating because it isn't really. You're being strategic to try and get what you want for the greater good of everyone else. The other thing to make sure that you don't do, don't slouch when you talk. Don't shout at people. Don't be too commanding when you're trying to build influence with people. They're, they're really bad strategies. Listen, speak softly, build influence. And the final one is don't use I too much. Hopefully throughout this podcast, I won't have used I, or maybe I have, um, but not too much. We talk about we, you, talk about what's in it for them, understand what they need and speak about them rather than what you need because people don't give a fuck what you want. People don't give a fuck what you need. They really care about themselves and they really care about what's good for them. So the best way to build influence is to really care about them too and to suggest how what you are doing is best for them too okay hopefully that has been a whistle stop tour of trying to build influence or looking to build influence in in your business and in your professional life uh i could do all day on this and so obviously we don't have time for that but there are six quick steps if you've got any other suggestions yourself i'd love to hear them uh please do drop them in the comments uh and share them with me share this on social media if you found it useful take care and speak to you soon bye bye I really hope you loved today's episode and if you did please make sure you subscribe and listen out for future episodes too. Please do share it across your social media channels. We hope to reach more and help more people. If you want to find out more about me my name's Pete Rushmer. you'll find me across any social media channel and my business flagship partners and we're your partners in success across your business. Thank you, see you again soon.